Well, it seems we, we we should stop doing our like kind of uh, how you been, mate? You're good, yeah, and just do that on here. Saves having to do it twice, right? Yeah, it would, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? Oh, I'm good. I'm recording. How are you? I'm good and recording. Good. <laughs> How, oh no, we're stuck. How, I'm good. Oh yeah. Oh, no. My life has become a broken record. <laughs> it already was a broken record. <laughs> uh, so I want to I want to show you this little observation test that um, okay. that I found. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to trust you because normally it's it's done on it's done on my phone. Oh, my phone's yeah. green as well, so you can't your see. Uh, uh, so you're 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 going to have to look away at the right time so I okay. can so I can test you on it. Right. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have to trust you. All right, bear <laughs> with me. Let me share this. Look, let me share. <laughs> let me share this screen. The last person that did that lost their kidney. <laughs> <laughs> right. So. Think, just think of a playing card. Okie dokie. So long as it's not a joker. Right. Right, and just look away quickly. Okay. And then come back to this picture and let me know if it's there. If it's if it's in amongst the faced-up cards, just a yes or no. Yes. Okay, look away. Uh, what is... The, what is the colour of the back of the playing cards? Oh. Fuck. Can I look? Have you got the picture up? Oh, I haven't changed it. Yeah, but do you know what it is? Not a clue. Okay, have a look. Have a look. Have a look. What the fuck? <laughs> right, right. Let's 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 God, go again. Let's go it. again. Right. So, is it is it in this picture? Just a yes or no? No. Okay, uh, I'll use another one. How about this one? No. <laughs> this one? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. This one? Yes. Okay. Turn away. What is the colour of the floor? Brown. Light brown. Wood brown. Okay. Have a look. Exactly as you were picturing. <laughs> okay, let's try again. <laughs> Is it, is it in this picture? <laughs> is, it, is it in this picture? Yeah, yeah. Okay, look away, look away, look away. How many aces are face up? Oh, you're kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay, it doesn't matter. Turn back and have a look. What? what? Quite, uh, quite far away, actually. <laughs> <laughs> How about this one? Is it there? No. You sure? Okay. What was the playing card you thought of? Ten of diamonds. Definitely not there. No. Maybe if you put, maybe if you move your phone back away from you a little bit. What can you see, kind of spelt out in the cards? <laughs> if something creeps up from under there, mate, I'm going to be terrified. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> can you see the ten of diamonds now? Can <laughs> you son of a bitch? <laughs> uh, that's that's it. That's all I wanted to show you. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening to another podcast. <laughs> I was looking at it and I was like, "How is it? Is the point the shit? I love the." <laughs> Yeah, the, the picture where you said look away, you look at the floor and the colour of the floor, but I looked back and I was like, wait, has that gone from a wood floor to laminate floor again? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's happening anymore. My, my ears are bleeding. <laughs> God damn you. So for those wondering who are, who, you know, do end up watching the uh, the video version of this, I'm not doing my best uh, Holly impression from Red Dwarf again. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm wearing my psych shirt. And um, for those of you that know Psyche, you'll know it's uh, fairly laden with green imagery. Uh, it it was just like kind it of the the, well, the flesh head version of the paperclip from Microsoft Office. Every time <laughs> someone's struggling to observe something, you should pop in like with them cards. Then 
It appears you're trying to. Are you having trouble? How many Asians have turned up? (laughs) Are you having trouble with your crime scene? Huh? 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 Delete. Having trouble remembering what the floor looked like? You should end your mind. (laughs) Wow. Three minutes in. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it was it was kind of fortuitous circumstances that I'd, I'd got the shirt on uh, because the the third Psych movie actually comes out today. Uh, it comes out today. Um, but unlucky for us, being in the UK, uh, we can't actually yeah, get it for a while. Mostly because I am big fat, not subscribing to Sky or Now TV just to get the Peacock. And just to get the peacock is not. Yeah, exactly. Just to get the peacock is not euphemistic for anything. Um, <laughs> but I would def, I would definitely flip them the glass, as it were. If you uh, if you remember like that, if you remember that analogy, <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I think is it Bernie Eccleston that owns Sky? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, Bernie Eccleston's F1. Um, might be Rupert. I, I mean, either way, I bet he's a prick. So who cares? <laughs> who cares, right? Who cares? He's one of those. He's up there with the uh who's the guy that does Tesla? Jesus Christ, I can't remember things. Elon today. Musk. Elon Musk, yeah, he's up there with Elon Musk, did you did you just say? <laughs> Elongated Musk. <laughs> mm. Someone's been having naughty dreams again. <laughs> Musky dreams. <laughs> musky dreams. It's haunted musky by dreams. a musk. <laughs> um, yeah, j- just so you're aware, guys, this this episode isn't going to be just us making pseudo knob gags for the entire hour. Unless um, you want to be. Oh, I mean, unless you know, unless that gets upvoted. Oh no, that's a that's a Reddit thing, isn't it? I, I lose track. I lose track of all this stuff. Um, is this not Reddit? <laughs> no, no. This is this is going out live on Grinder. They, <laughs> they can see this. <laughs> yeah, we've got it like like a big projected green screen up outside of my house. <laughs> That's it. Everyone can see this. Absolutely. Put your trousers back on. <laughs> um, Am I not seeing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm having some sort of identity breakdown here. <laughs> So I figured, uh, being as you uh, have had to join us from your telecommunicative device, that we would forego <laughs> the um, the three horror stories from that private detective fellow. And um, oh, remember, yeah. I was going to say yeah, you're looking yeah, quite yeah, vague, yeah. like I just yeah. asked you for the square root or something. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember what? what you mean. I think it was just an <laughs> amalgamation of a lot of private detectives. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. In that case, then it, I, I'll shut my mouth. Um, get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. So there was a man. That's a terrible way to start a story. <laughs> Everyone's heard of Conan Doyle, right? Hmm. We've all heard of him. We all know what a wonderful mustache the man had. Yeah. Um, yeah in his house is equally as impressive. Um, oh, it is. Oh, a, a magnificent Many place. a tash in a house. Many a tash in a house. <laughs> it's just I, one I large moustache with a door. Uh, yeah, I, I can't say uh, uh, moustache without thinking of the of the song from A Million Ways to Die in the West. <laughs> I haven't seen it. <laughs> oh, mate. It's on, the, it's on the watch list. Uh, a Million Ways to Die in the West is, is old now. It's been out for years. I know. Anyway, it's a great song about um, having moustaches and Neil Patrick Harris sings it, and it's great. Um, But um, that's a massive digression anyway. There has been a number of recorded cases that the man, the myth, the um, moustache, actually, he actually worked on in real life. There was was an ITV series that was made on one of the more prolific ones, um, I think he was, he was easily a good seven, eight years ago now. Mm. Um, starring Martin Clunes, a man oh, who's who's probably famous for being uh, either either a doctor or or behaving quite badly. Or an, I was going to say I was just going yeah. or or a, or a cheating alcoholic, basically. <laughs> but we won't bring the, his personal life into this. No, we don't know the man. <laughs> not really enough yet. <laughs> That's not a knock against Queen. We don't know anything. No, about no, him. no. He's a, he's a he's a phenomenal actor, and we only kind of mm. 
parodying uh, his his role in Men Behaving Badly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there was a, there was a series in which he played uh, Arthur Conan Doyle, um, and it was based on the real life exploits of the case he was involved in with um, a, a chap by the name of George Idalji. Uh, do you ever watch it when it came out? It was called Arthur and George. Right, some, it's jogged something in my memory, and I vaguely remember. Is this, is this about 10 years ago now? It's, it's, it a good, came out. it's a good long while ago. It's a good yeah. long while ago. Um, so, yeah, I, good evening. Admiral Riffraff is in the building. Um, good evening. Um, so, yeah, we're talking uh, just to catch everybody up in case you weren't well in case you you know you sat through the opening and you don't fully know what we're talking about yet to be honest uh, <laughs> we're, we're talking about the um the the actual real life cases that conan doyle himself got involved in in terms of uh detective work oh, basically yes. um so there was this chap georgie dalgy yeah. um he was the son of a vicar in great Worley. are you familiar with great Worley? i've heard of great Worley. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no. Yeah. I'm. 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 It, the place is sort of damned in my head at the minute because that's where my ex is from. Um, but oh. you know, we, we don't have to kill it with fire just yet. We can. <laughs> we can. We can tell the story. Uh, another. Another bad thing about Great Whirly is that that's the first toll bridge that I have to come by. <laughs> now, do you know the? Do you know the toll payments have gone up? Uh, have they? It, yeah, they've gone up God from four, four quid to seven. Anyway. Um, villain so, <laughs> so in the in in the town basically the adalgies they were getting uh they were getting a lot of threatening letters from mm. several let's call them arseholes um uh, who were racists basically you know yeah. it, it was um let me scroll the year up it was, was it 18, that time yeah it was 1892 so the, right. this is um, this is kind of during the time when uh, the hiatus, as it was called, is on when Holmes is is dead, and everyone's begging Doyle to bring him back, but Doyle yeah. just hates Holmes uh, at this at, at this particular time. Um, so he this this is when he started yeah. to get involved in other things. And what a nice it, sort of like sort of, it's almost like a plot of a film. I know it became a TV series, but what a right. weird thing like to happen to him. I know. You, you end know, up in right? a series about solving crimes and end up in a real one yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it's one of those like um like a, the, the the kind of the the the, the typecasting of child actors like uh, yeah. Macaulay Culkin who is forever seen as a kid got very little work as an adult. Have you yeah. seen him in the new American horror story? No, no. Is he, oh, it's uh, weird. Is he... weird weird. Oh, is, is he, he good, he's good weird? He's, he's, I mean, he's supposed to be weird, so it's good, good weird. But yeah. the, the, the whole kind of ethos is just a bit bourgeois nonsense, to be honest. Oh. But uh, we're, we're, we're digressing again. Um, <laughs> so, 18, yeah, 1892, Georgie Dalgy, 16 years old. Hmm. And uh, the, the family starts to receive these letters. And at the same time, other clergymen, you know, we, we all know what stand-up mm -hmm. guys they are, uh, in in Staffordshire, um, down at the pub, <laughs> they 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 received uh, abusive letters, not quite as threatening, um, over Adalji's forged signature on these papers uh, that were being sent out as terms of insults and the like, and yeah. um, the the whole thing was trying to create this kind of bad blood around the Adalgis and getting them out and this kind of thing. Uh, so George shares his family troubles, uh, earning him some special resentment by becoming a, a he became a successful solicitor, right? At, at the time, not at sixteen, I grant you, but this was this was going on over yeah. a number of years, and in, in the eighteen nineties is when it started. And essentially, what it came to was let me let me find it exactly so the harassment directed against the adalji family came to a head following several incidents of animal mutilation throughout great Worley. in the wake of these incidents the police received anonymous letters accusing george adalji of the crimes the local chief constable not only acted on the accusation but also reasoned that george had written the mysterious correspondence himself 
This all fitted in with his long-held belief that George had been the one responsible for the earlier threatening letters that had been sent to his father. What? Yeah, so basically, <laughs> Poor this guy... This guy is, let me see if I can put it in a, in a kind of 21st century context, context. This guy is walking whilst being brown. Yeah. That's, 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 pretty, that's pretty much all he's doing. Uh, yeah. so, so naturally, because of the, um, the, the, the surroundings that he's, that he's unfortunately living in, he's being dragged down a bit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's being accused of send uh, of sending threatening letters about his dad to try and keep this bad blood about his dad and the adalgies to drive business in towards the law firm that he's making a success on. And then there's these animal mutilations that that have happened in the area. Yeah. And I, I won't go in, into too much detail, but they are quite specific uh, in in terms of the mutilations and and the like. Quite specific. Right. Uh, in terms of the knives that are used, the precision uh, of the cuts and the like. And it's not just a case of, nah, he's gone full kind of on these on these poor. Uh, he's not done that, is what I mean. The, the, yeah. uh, there's, there's a precision, there's time, is more Hannibal Lecter uh, that's, that's taken these uh, lambs out of the equation. So Doyle himself is. Is called in to consult, uh. right? So, at this particular time, it's it's a lot like uh, you know, it's a lot like when when I've spoken about the the cases I've worked on in a, in like a social media setting, and you get all the mentalists coming out. Oh, you're just a mentalist. You're talking about the, yeah. you know all that all that kind of nonsense. Yeah. Like Conan Doyle was very much having similar things uh, because he is a, a trained and qualified doctor and he's been asked to have a look uh, into this case by the local, uh, the local constabulary in the area yeah. based on the, you know, the kind of prominence that, that Sherlock has. Mm. So there's a, there's a lot of shit following Doyle around uh, at the time, which is just... It's just garbage, right? It's just garbage. Yeah. It's just garbage. Yeah, there's also he, he had some uh, garbage. He's having a quite a time, wasn't he, with uh, his other sort of personal endeavors, wasn't he? Like his other hobbies and those things were kind of, I suppose, detrimental well, yeah. to how people looked at him as the guy who made Sherlock, I guess, wasn't it? Like that, that all that all came out, uh, you know, a, a few years after this particular thing. Oh right. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was, it was sort of brought to his attention around the, you know, the death of his wife Tui, um, and the, uh, the 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 kind of yearning he had to get back in touch with her. I'm I'm being very semantic about a lot of historic detail. Yeah, uh, yeah. But it's 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 kind of the. Um, it's it's almost anecdotal uh, at, at this stage that the guy who gave us Sherlock Holmes also believed there were fairies that lived at the bottom of his garden. You yeah. Know? <laughs> I, it's one like, of those things, isn't it, where you just like, well, I highly respect the guy. Yeah. But at the same time, really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the way I rationalise that particular bit, and I may be rationalising it as a fan, so it might... Yeah not be an entirely unbiased perspective i grant you but it's yeah. my perspective all the same and we all have been through some kind of trauma at some stage in our lives some yeah. kind of you know it's it's going to be personable towards the exact circumstances of whatever it is that you went through and you will feel it in a varying degree of ways right what yeah. he went through was his wife someone that he loved deeply cherished being slowly killed by uh, by an illness that would yeah. give her moments of life and then longer moments of inaction eventually resulting in a death and mm. like we've we've been around the house you know he had physical structures altered he had steps lowered you know which yeah. which nowadays is is ten a penny is easy work back then 
Yeah. <laughs> That's an absolute freaking nightmare. Yeah, um, absolutely. but he he altered this type of stuff to make it easier for his wife to get about. So when she was up, she could have the best kind of existence yeah. uh, that, that she oh, could. So, yeah, and, it's all for quality of life, wasn't it? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I, I believe that the uh, the the second missus being a psychic uh has as almost unconsciously you know because i can't place any blame on her because who, who who really knows um yeah. whether she did it maliciously or not no idea but uh has unconsciously uh, influenced his beliefs and his opinions based upon that that yearning what, that he has yeah, yeah. for his wife you know sort of hope into it and whatnot yeah a chance yeah. It that's really? it and that that kind of humanizes the whole thing for me yeah it does it, it, oh, well, yeah, it's, I totally agree it's, it's understandable it's right yeah absolutely stuff comes out of grief sometimes and i think like I say it's a human factor into mm. he was someone who he was given that opportunity to pursue in a way yeah. like you say she's an it uh, could have been an influencer on this you've got that door and it's been opened for you you don't necessarily have to uh, do much of the, the turning of the handle yourself no, 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 not at all. Not a devil. No. We're at this stage. The police are already kind of uh, conditioned, you know, behaviorally <laughs> to to think that Georgie Dalgy is an absolute one of them. Mm. Um, so they investigate the the mutilations and the like, and. During one particular uh, in investigation that was going through at the time, so George's left work, um, left sorry, left for work, uh, yeah. and the investigators nip into his house, confiscate a pair of muddy shoes, a pair of trousers with dirt around the cuffs, and various other clothes on which they found blood and horse hair. So with that, with those items, the police then go down to arrest him. Right, yeah. so you you would think at that stage, mm. case closed. Right, they 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 found <laughs> they found bloody clothes in the yeah. house with horse hair on, um, even though it was mostly sheep that were being done in. But you know, we'll, we'll save that for later. Um, with uh, with with horse hair on, and yeah. that's it. That's all she wrote. Yeah. The brown man goes to jail. Yeah, case closed. Everyone goes home and has a nice, lovely cup of tea mm. in in true British way. <laughs> Good evening to everybody else that's joined us. Um, yeah, we're, we're talking the uh, the detective tales of, uh, of Conan Doyle. Now, here's where Conan Doyle starts to come in and fire from the hip. What do you want? I can't play right now. <laughs> he keeps bringing me a ball. Well, I say a ball. It's mostly shreds of a ball at this stage um <laughs> the remains of toys you've the remains. wow that is pac-man yeah corpsey looking pac-man <laughs> yeah, <mate. laughs> enjoy <laughs> enjoy she, well, she took it from me she took it from me <laughs> Oh, thanks, a new ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so first thing first is Doyle's gone in and he's starting to ask questions. And there's been this kind of overabundance of, well, we've got this. What else do we need? Mm, <laughs> and Doyle's yeah. like, what are you doing here? <laughs> what? <laughs> this is like a layup. This doesn't this all seem a bit convenient yeah. to you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, socially, politically, racially ostracized person is conveniently found with, uh, with, with, you know, like the smoking gun, yeah. um, uh, as as it were. He, um, he's got he's with everything you would want him to find if you wanted him guilty. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> it's like he, he may as well have written a letter in eyeballs or something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how you do that, but walking around enough. in his mother's skin. <laughs> well, exactly. he, he could have been. <laughs> I mean, he could have been. He probably was horrible man. <laughs> there was actually there was a, a third side to this story. <laughs> yeah, the secret Dalgy brother that nobody knows about. <laughs> he is the twin that is kept under the stairs. <laughs> Must write that down for my next book. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you should see him. You spend a lot, lot of time under the stairs. I do, I do. Uh, <laughs> I am him. It's me. <laughs> like my suit of skin. <laughs> we we need that kind of extender sound effect to go. We do, but that's just the sound of the uh, the other people escaping. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got uh, George's whereabouts on the previous evening. They are corroborated by mm. several witnesses. They 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 place him far from the crime scene right yeah. george had then retired for the night at 9 30 he slept in the same room as his father you know um mm. not saying anything about the uh, religious faculty but they are known for being naughty people um who locked the door to the bedroom each night the elder idalji swore that his son um never left right but they're, they're mm. then going well the dad would say that yeah <laughs> i mean of course he would Right, yeah. you're one of them. You're part of the same group. <laughs> the uh, the general yes, presumption, exactly. The general presumption is that he was able to slip past his father out of the room. He would then have to sneak invisibly. Yeah, past all six of the policemen who were watching the house, <laughs> and then <laughs> and then kind of do the same thing in reverse when he came back. And, and and the police what, are going. Yes, that's, that's great. <laughs> and you just put him in a normal prison. A guy who can do that needs to be like I don't know, like one mile under the ground in a concrete box. He's clearly a master. Exactly. And we'll get out exactly. of whatever box you've put him in. Exactly. But as it stands, twentieth of October, nineteen o three, guilty, sentenced to seven years in jail. Yeah. I mean, obviously. That kind of thing on your on your law CV, on your lawyer CV. Yeah, you're you kind of done, aren't you? Yeah, yeah that's not going to get you a, a great deal of repeat business. Yeah, mm. right. Yeah, that's called career change drastically. Exactly. So, hearing that Doyle's in the area, Adalji writes to him. Mm. He writes to him. Uh, it was published in the the From Empire. Prison. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so he's he's posted a clipping of the article to Conan Doyle, um, and I've got a quote here from Doyle himself. Um, As I read the unmistakable accent of truth for, forced itself upon my attention, and I realised that I was in the presence of an appalling tragedy and that I was called upon to do what I could to set it right. Right. Now, if that doesn't sound like Holmes's words falling out of yeah. a man himself's face, what I was going to say, I mean, there's a lot of quotes of uh, Sherlock that are on the internet, and when you scroll through them sometimes, they're actually mixed in with Conan Doyle, uh, Conan yeah. Doyle quotes. Uh, whoever's amalgamated them together hasn't realised one is separate from the other. Or are they? <laughs> 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 um, well, well, yeah, that's that's the thing, isn't it? It's like um, you know, um, all thumbs are fingers, but not all fingers are thumbs. Yeah, like all quotes are Conan Doyle's, but not all quotes are uh, Sherlock Holmes's. <laughs> <laughs> my my eyeball, it bleeds. <laughs> well, I think <laughs> that's why I'm wearing these glasses just to keep mine in, stop them from falling out. <laughs> I do that with my brain. Not wear glass. It's not my brain. It don't matter. <laughs> we digress. It's fine. I've, it's fine. I've done it again. <laughs> <laughs> now it's it, it's interesting that um, well, it's not interesting. It's kind of fortuitous that you that you bring up the whole thing uh, surrounding his wife and, and Doyle's belief in the supernatural because mm -hmm. it was around this time that Doyle's fully grieving. She's not long died. His missus. Yeah. She's not long died, and so he's. He's kind of in this moment where he's thinking, could I have done more? Could I have done more to help? Could I have sent her here? Got her this kind of medical care and the like. This is yeah. why I've rationalized it in the way that I have about his spirituality. Because yeah. it helps me sleep better at night on the opinion. <laughs> <laughs> For no other reason than that. Yeah. Um, so that, that's, that's why he goes to help, right? That's why he goes yeah. to help. So he's, he's acutely conscious of of both the responsibilities that he has and the consequences of getting involved the consequences of just flailing around the consequences of 
being an author, getting involved uh, in a case just because you write detective series doesn't mean you know anything about actually doing it. Um, it's, mm. It was it was considered to be somewhat of a cavalier attitude towards uh, towards policing at that particular time. And who, what fictional character do we know of that has somewhat of a of a cavalier attitude towards policing at that particular time? Hmm. Hmm. Who do we know indeed? Hmm. Who well, is it, Ben? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll text you the answer, mate. I'll text you. I'll text you. Is it Daredevil? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. He really couldn't see those crimes coming. <laughs> I... <laughs> that was terrible. I apologize to everyone for indulging me in that moment of uh, levity. <laughs> But the important thing is that I think I'm funny. And regardless of what anyone else thinks, I really don't care. (laughs) I really don't care. Remember, you're Uh, listening to me. (laughs) (laughs) You chose to come here. (laughs) I made you make a choice. (laughs) (laughs) I influenced your decision. I, I don't know why I keep doing that. I, I keep doing my, my James L. Jones voice. <laughs> Hello. Hello. It's not, it's not possible. <laughs> Is that true? I am your father. <laughs> Daddy? <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this one. <laughs> now, if you just completely took you away from that, that would make some very strange sort of like, <laughs> thing ah. happening here. We should turn that into a YouTube short. <laughs> Just you go, Daddy. <laughs> you, Daddy. <laughs> what? <laughs> How did I end up on this website? <laughs> and we're back to Grinder. Anyway, <laughs> we've digressed again. Um, so he starts studying the case, yeah, right? He starts studying the case, and several questions kind of come up to him. Mm-hmm. So he, he in this instance, being uh, being ACD himself. Um, although I, I still love his, his t- you know, his, his middle second name. It was Arthur Ignatius. Right? I, 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 kind of a that's Arthur just, Ignatius. That's just profoundly cool. Right? Yeah. Ignatius. Hello, Hello. Ignatius. Wingardium. Wingardium Levio. It's not Leviosa. <laughs> it's Leviosa. Ignatius. Um, <laughs> so he starts writing to everyone that's involved in the case that can help. Um, yeah. He's got some, I think it would be fair to say, fairly oddball ideas, right? Yeah. But they're fresh, they're new, they can bring new light to the case and uh, hopefully, you know, get George off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> he's, the, the right these time. are the kind of things that he's turned up, right? So the, the razor yeah. that the police claimed the defendant used to mutilate the pony had contained not a trace of blood. Not a one. Not a dot. I, mean, I know we, we say about certain things that are said in this podcast sometimes, but mutilate a pony. That's definitely <laughs> got to be. Mutilate a pony. Said on here. <laughs> <laughs> That's so like when we used the Jamie Lee Curtis's name as exclamation. Jamie Lee Curtis, that was good. <laughs> Mutilate a pony and slap me silly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think that one would be more like, uh, what did you get up to last night? Oh, I had a few beers, mate. I totally mutilated a pony. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> uh, come with me, please. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> so I that pony. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Sammy's not listening to this, all this talking of mutilating ponies. Oh. Um, <laughs> So the uh, the mud that was found on the clothes as well, completely different, completely different type of soil that was found at the crime scene. And uh, Conan Doyle learned that the police had wrapped a piece of the dead horse's hide, taken for evidence, in Adalji's clothes. Bloody hell! <laughs> so that's accounting for the hair that had been on them, right? That's yeah. that's accounting for that. And it's it's moments like this that Edmund Locard uh, in France around the similar time starts to come up with his exchange principle in terms of every contact leaves a trace, right? Every contact yeah. leaves a trace. And you would look at the initial aesthetics of that and go, well, there's, there's clothes, mud, blood, hair. 
I didn't I didn't mean to bring Harry Potter back into it with mud bloods again, but uh, mud, <laughs> blood, and hair, right? And and it would be it would be considered a slam dunk, but it's yeah. only in somebody questioning it a little further. Like House questioning it a little further, Henry Spencer mm. questioning it a little further, going past those moments where yeah. people stop and they go, "Well, that's because that's what you should do." If you go past there, you get these these under, these largely undiscovered elements. Um, mm. So there, there's there's small traces of blood on the same clothes um, as well. So Arthur himself, if I may call him Arthur. When I knew him, he let me call him Marty anyway, so it's fine. Um, you let me call him Ignatius. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he had said he, the most adept operator who ever lived would not rip up a horse with a razor upon a dark night and have only two three-penny bit spots of blood to show for it. Yeah. Right? So th that's Wait, again... another one of them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> The whole the whole time this author has come in and just pointing out all of the reasons why the entire force at the time, I granted probably blinded by racism, but yeah. at the time we're pretty much stood there like Laurel and Hardy. <laughs> Giving it some of that, right? What <laughs> given the precision that, that happened, what horse ripper upper worth his salt would do this in the middle of a field mm. at night? And come away with only a few drops of blood on them. Mm, a, a, no one. A, da a damn fine one. <laughs> <laughs> a say. damn good one, I say. I've been doing it. I've said too much. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, dear. That's how I got Tesco into trouble all those years ago. Um, <laughs> a Jedi master? <laughs> well. That's <laughs> all. <laughs> and so... There's all this evidence that's becoming more and more com compelling during the case, right? Yeah. Until Arthur Conan Doyle has sat there and watched Georgie Dalgy read. That's what broke the case. He's really? watched Georgie Dalgy read. And I'll give you an example. Apparently, I don't have a newspaper, but I can I can I can pretend if we pretend this is a newspaper, you went. Right, so yeah. Conan Doyle has observed stigmatism in the eyes. Right, so he would have and made a mess. Exactly. He, yeah. he add add to that in, uh, add into that poor eyesight. Doing it at night in the middle of a field, only a yeah. couple of drops of blood. The clothes carried to uh, the clothes carried their piece of horse's hide. The the different the different mud um, that was on the trousers not even from the same crime scene and no blood on the actual knife itself. Yeah. Right. That I, I just like the fact that Conan Doyle broke this on an observation and believe me, right? I have I have two stigmatisms in my eyes, so I, I can sympathise with George if I were tasked with cutting up a horse in the middle of a field. First of all. I wouldn't do it because I'm not crackers. But second, yeah. I'd be bloody <laughs> difficult to do. I, I couldn't see the bastard thing. So on our next challenge... <laughs> yeah, next up on I Memorise. Um, <laughs> Just me in a corner covered in blood. Why did you do it, Ben? Because <laughs> Tesco needed some help. <laughs> when he did that meeting. Nope. Oh. The um, man himself, the the walking mustache of doom, he he submits the result. Huh? He's here. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. Oh dear lord. <laughs> I'm trying to do my oh, best Edinburgh accent now. Um, no. um, I apologise to every single Scottish person that listened to that. By the way, um, I'm sorry. It will never stop me doing accents. <laughs> you'll, you'll just have to be temporarily unsettled when I try. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> um, so he he sends the findings to the Daily Telegraph on the 9th of January, 1907. 
1907s. Wow, I've been awake for far too long. The, the old um, 1907s. 1907. <laughs> and he, he, he sent it to them with an appeal to the public. So there would be enough of an outcry that it would cause uh, an appeal for the case, mm. right? It would cause an appeal for the case. Uh, and the newspaper obliged, and they printed the entire 18,000-word document in two parts. Jesus. 18,000. It's ridiculous, right? That would make probably three Daily Mails worth <laughs> of writing here. It's That's crazy, man. It's, I mean, it's mad. It's yeah. absolutely crackers. Now, the, the interesting thing for me is it was, it was based upon this particular thing, right? That actually led to the creation of the English Court of Criminal Appeal. Oh wow! Bloody hell! Right. So he granted, himself... it, granted it wasn't just down to Doyle uh, at yeah. the time, but it's 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 because that this was so big, and because it, it kind of uh, brought to the fore the kind of injustice that can mm. happen. Um, we need Lamar. If there's any injustice in the world, um, although that just reminds me of Lenny Henry doing stand-up now. Um, <laughs> but that's that's what it actually led to uh, the the creation of the uh, of the uh, where are we? The English Court of Appeal. The um, the it's just phenomenal. <laughs> it baffles me that this this guy, right? got involved and gave us something that stuck around in British law. And yeah. people still are like, well, the, the methods are fictional. Well, the, you know, this is oh, ridiculous. Well, it he, he virtually became, well, he had the skills, uh, you know, some of the skills of Sherlock Holmes anyway, but he sort of, in a way, fleshed out a character of fiction, his own mm. fiction, and did something for justice, for law. Yeah. Which is essentially what Sherlock Holmes is all about. 100%. A poetic circle. 100%. Yeah, and the, like, if, if anybody's curious, and I, I'm, I mean, I, I encourage you to, to have a look at the, uh, the book that it was based on. It was by Julian Barnes. It's called Arthur and George. I think I've got a copy up there somewhere. Oh, God, it's buried behind lighting and other books as well. I can see the little <laughs> corner sticking out. It's, I've got too many books. I shouldn't have said that. I don't. I need more. I need more books. Um, but yeah, it's it's a great book. It's a great book. And granted, yeah. it is a little a little fictionalized in parts. I mean, it has to be. It's a book, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, the 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 cogs that turn the case moving forwards. They're yeah. based on very. very very, very real stuff. Yeah. And Which it, is awesome. And I like just, you say, like if you can sort of if you're looking for evidence that this kind of thing exists and works, like look no further than this. This is just showing that it isn't just all for for stories and it isn't yeah. just all for entertainment. There is reality within it. Yeah, yeah, it does make for good entertainment, but also it's based on real stuff that has worked Absolutely. and helped people. And help specifically that young man. Absolutely. Yeah. And I've just Googled, I've just Googled it as well. 2015 was when Arthur and George came out. Um, ah, excuse oh, me. God, it wasn't that long ago. I was thinking it was like a good old decade or more so ago. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, Admiral Riffraff agrees. No such thing as too many books. Damn right. Damn right. No <laughs> such thing as too many books. Followed by a, a little link from him on Etsy. Would you like some books? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Buy my books. <laughs> you make that sound like a drug dealer. Go. You want, Do you want to buy some books, books mate? You want to buy some books? <laughs> yeah, I'd like a uh, a DVD. He's an arc. He's an arc. <laughs> I'd love, I'll get you 23 I'd love... ounces of hardback. Um... <laughs> I don't even know if drugs are sold in ounces. <laughs> Maybe, they are. Maybe they are. 
yeah. an eighth. I hear that. I hear that gone around, but I'm not cutting up a book. That's like that's not <laughs> happening. Um, <laughs> it was a like chapter eight of uh, Harry Potter and the Half of Prince. Oh, <laughs> we could have way too much fun with that. Way too much fun with that. Um, there, there was a there was a chair actually I saw that was that was made out of a, a it, it was seemingly made out of a bookshelf, and um, I'm gonna see I'm gonna see if I can find it. It was it was the only time I've looked at a chair and questioned my need for a Chesterfield. <laughs> I feel like I've seen this. Has it got a number of things involved in it, like a half I a believe bookshelf, so half holds you. Your rum and whiskey. I believe so. I feel like I've seen this chair, probably on which. Yeah. But I'm I'm probably never going to be able to find the picture that quickly because it's not on the first page of Google. So <laughs> we give up. <laughs> so I give up. <laughs> That's it. That's all that amounts to my detection skills. <laughs> not, you only had it wrong. It's not uh, try or do not try. It's or try not or whatever we had. I'm a Star Wars fan. Uh, <laughs> it, it's try for five seconds, and if no results, meh. 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 So I got I got a couple of them. Um, there was this one, although that doesn't look really that comfortable. Oh, I hadn't seen that. That's yeah. awesome, though. Yeah. That's like an Ikea, I, Ikea version of one. Oh, wow. Right? Yeah. Oh, these are actual proper chair chairs. This one got me, though. Wow. Right? That's cool. <laughs> I don't get me wrong. That's fully the most needless thing you could yeah. ever have in your but entire life. I'm having it. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> you would. You just would. <laughs> you really would. You really would. a pony. You just would. <laughs> <laughs> Telling you, if I had to mutilate a pony to get that chair, <laughs> I, 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 I wouldn't have the chair. I'm just, just to qualify it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> you made the pony. Wouldn't do the chair. <laughs> a lot of money. <laughs> uh oh. Oh dear. Um, so yeah, like that's this is one of uh, a, a few things that we're going to start to look at every now and again um, during the podcast is the the the, the exploits of yeah. um, Arthur Conan Doyle because there was uh, a murder case that he was involved in as well, which is I thought you were about to, I'll, I'll like the added case onto the end of that. <laughs> there was a murder, was a murder he that was he was involved in. in. Oh, Conan, you were doing so well. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. It was, it was uh, found with a pony the next day. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking from its head. No, too far. Too far. Too far. Um, too far. Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis. That was too far. Um, so, yeah, it was around the murder of an elderly woman named Marion Gilchrist. Um, and he, he assisted uh, in that case as well. Uh, so we're going to come back to look at that for a, a, at, Ooh, a, at a later time. Yeah, Jenny, yeah. for pointing out that um, I, I look like uh, Holly. I actually mentioned that at, at the start of the, uh, of the stream as well, that uh, I've got this kind of red dwarf thing going on. I'm having to, I'm not, the reason my face looks weird is because I'm having to pull my shoulders down so it, it covers up everything. So I'm just looking like a floating head. Yeah, I, I can't do the voice though. It's kind of like right at the back of the throat, right back <laughs> where he talks better. But I can't do it. So I'm not going to keep trying. Um, I feel I have embarrassed myself enough for one podcast. Keep doing it. <laughs> People will pay. <laughs> I think. I think if anything, this podcast has taught us it is proof that people will not pay. <laughs> hey, damn you! Many a pony died oh. for this. <laughs> <laughs> My little pony, the snuff film. Um, <laughs> As blunt as that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> why not? Um, so, yeah, that's that's all we have to discuss uh, on today's episode. 
of Le Deductionist podcast, guys. Le Deduction. I'm I'm going to go and eat some food. Um, I like your style. Well, yeah, I, I ate during uh, the the stream last time, so I figured I, I better I better not do it this time. I better save it till the end. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was I was I was just complimenting you. I mean, I didn't mean that for you. I, just, I like I like your style. Oh, in my it's invisibleness. Good. Yeah, invisibleness. Your invisibleness. I, I chose a wrong time, an awkward time to compliment. I'd like your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Is that because you can't this, see Adam. them? <laughs> Not when alive. <laughs> no, do it. Like Let them all know. Let them all me. see it. <laughs> <laughs> right, guys. We are. We are. We are going to go. Thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you very much for listening to our historical waffling when it comes to the real life exploits of deductive practices through um an incredible mustache uh not mine um mine's mine's just <laughs> it's not really a mustache it's it's more of uh it's a tash woven, that grew around the rest of your face it's just woven horsehair that's imagine all it if it was <laughs> imagine if it wasn't a beard and it was a tash and you just parted the curtain underneath your chin and it was just really really long <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd be able to do that it'd be like a l'oreal advert <laughs> <laughs> that was a thing you know for a while uh on the on the I, I don't know it was on some bloody social media somewhere where where guys with long beards you know how women would come out of a swimming pool and do that in slow motion and you'd get yeah. like the big kind of spray with their hair guys were yeah. doing that with beards and it was glorious it was a great thing to see <laughs> just these hairy guys go <laughs> looking on looking on majestic like a manatee it was brilliant um yeah so good evening guys we'll uh we'll see you next time for another episode thanks for watching subscribe if you haven't already uh because we eat those up and the more you subscribe the more we can feed ourselves which isn't at all true <laughs> but i just thought it would be uh, an interesting way to, me <laughs> it would be an interesting Again. way to to encourage that before the end because i'd not written a sales pitch line and i was just talking um, feed my family <laughs> <laughs> subscribe for a day and you'll feed them for a week subscribe for a year <laughs> <laughs> right I hope you're all uh, keeping safe and well guys and making smart decisions for those around you we'll uh we'll see you next Thanks time talk to you soon bye